0: How's it going, lovebirds? You are now listening to the podcast that brings you good relationship advice from real relationship experiences. This is episode number 22 of the Good Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr., the good company relationships expert. And if you're in need of any daily motivation or relationship tips, you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Good Relationships Podcast. And if you have a Twitter, you can also follow us there. Just search at Good Lovebirds. That's at Good love, birds. So, on today's show, we have another special guest. We have Miss Moira here. She's a blogger and marketing specialist. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you have going on?
1: Yeah, so I'm also um, a wellness coach. I um, help people reach their full potential, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, all that good stuff. Um, to learn more about that, you can follow me on Instagram at MSTEP21. And you can also tune into my blog, which is Mose M O S Amateur Lifestyle dot WordPress.com.
0: Okay. So Miss Moira here is actually going to bless us with a lot of information. Today's topic is super unique and it's you do not have to be in an unhealthy relationship before you have the right relationship. Once again, that is You do not have to be in an unhealthy relationship before you have the right relationship. And you know how we do. We go straight into the topic with some questions. So question number one. What made you realize that you don't have to be in an unhealthy relationship before finding the right person?
1: I wouldn't say that something like hit me in the face with it, but... There's just so many instances where you hear people saying, like, "Oh, they're engaged, that's her first boyfriend, or that's her first relationship, or whatever. And it's like, that doesn't have to be... Like, you don't have to date 15 people before you go and get into into a relationship. And there's also Mm -hmm. the concept that you have to um, kiss all the frogs, or so many frogs, before you find your prince, and... That doesn't have to be the case either. You don't, like, I think that allows people to go look for these terrible experiences or these people that they just want to, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, real quick for one weekend or, or, you know, a quick month, and that's essentially just wasted time and uh, wasted experience.
0: Mm. And by that you mean kind of like those short relationships that are more so like, not really built on any kind of solid foundation they're kind
1: of superficial mm. yeah and i don't know if that's the whole like dating app culture or not even dating apps but like you see someone that you think is attractive on social media and you're like oh my god i want to date them so bad well mm. that person can be pretty shitty or pretty <laughs> boring and you're just going off their looks that's not gonna that's not gonna make you feel nice on the inside
0: right and and I noticed you said um, dating app culture. Could you explain a little bit about what that is?
1: So with that, I always said that Tinder was the most superficial thing that we ever did as a generation because you literally you you have the, the picture right there and then the little bio, which is probably something stupid. Mine was um, I survived the south side, talking <laughs> about the south side of Chicago, and I thought it was so cool because I had that. And you're just swiping right or swiping left. Like I could tell you, I probably read like two bios, and it probably said like the kids aren't mine or something like that. So <laughs> it was nothing. I was literally just looking at pictures, and I was like, oh yeah, I could probably date him, or oh no, not my type. And you would just swipe right or swipe left accordingly. And that's not right. I know. I know. Looks are the first, um, like the first. Yes. The it's first, first look. thing. It's yeah, first it's the first thing it's you. First. And I get that. Like, that's important, but it's not, that's not, that's not everything. Mm. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's not everything.
0: No, I think that's a, you know, a really good thought because I even find myself. How's it going, lovebirds? We just got disconnected, but we were actually just talking about the Tinder situation and the culture of having dating apps in our society, especially in our generation, And I was just about to explain how I found myself looking at people's profiles, like Moira said, and I wasn't necessarily like looking at their bios. The first thing I saw was just really being intrigued by how they looked or like the kind of lifestyle looked like they were living. And then from there, I would like even go in my mind and be like, okay, where do I fall on this spectrum? Do I actually believe I can? you know, uh, attract this person Mm -hmm. or is they, are they too attractive for me? Or am I too attractive to them? And it's kind of like this weird process that it's like, that's probably not even healthy for me to be in, you know, especially if I'm like, um, trying to find someone that's right for me. It's like, I probably shouldn't look at it like that. I should probably like actually go in their bio, think of some questions. And if I'm going to do the dating app thing, then I might as well treat it as if I'm actually trying to find the right person right. or subconsciously, I'm basically saying like, I don't actually want to find the right person. Yeah. And I do just kind of want to be the kind of person that just hooks up with people or fall into that stigma of guys with the term coined fuck boys. It's like, you know, you're naturally just playing into that whole role. You know what I mean? Definitely. So.
1: And that process you referred to happens in, what, like, eight seconds? That's how long, you know, where you're like, okay, I got to assess the situation real quick because am I going to do this on the fly while I have, like, the adrenaline running through me Mm -hmm. or I'm, like, Mm -hmm. not going to do it? Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about, um, like, rating both of the parties included on the level of attractiveness scale. Um, And then I think that goes in and plays into the whole, like, social media... Um, we do everything for likes and comments and that kind of stuff, and it's just like we're gonna do it from the gram. We're only gonna do it for the gram sometimes. Mm-hmm, we don't have to do it mm-hmm. for the gram all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's it's kind of a, a rabbit hole.
0: Right, and and I completely agree. And and you're basically saying that that culture has kind of put in our minds that we well, not us all in general but the people who kind of feel like they need to have that kind of unhealthy relationship do you feel like that plays a role in their mentality with that
1: I wouldn't say it directly plays a role but I think that I understand that you have to have experiences to learn but I also think that you don't have to go searching for 20 experiences before you really mm. learn mm. before you're like an expert on it you know what do you know what I, you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that's um that's kind of broad, but um, for, in, like, you don't have to just go searching for these people because you're like, I, gotta, I have to date five people before I find the right person. Like, right, right. what if he's more sexually experienced than I am and, and I need to go out there and, you know, get experience in that aspect? Or what if he is um, looking for someone who's a virgin and then I can't do that? You know, right. so it's just it kinda I think it puts these ideas in our head that we're doing all these things for the right person. Right. Where you you don't have to go through all those people before you get to the right person. And yeah.
0: You you so like in other words, it's like in my mind I'm like, Okay, here I am, this twenty, blah blah blah, this eighteen year old, however young we wanna go. Yeah. Um, and it's like I know that I'm the right person for someone, but I don't think that I'm that person yet. Mm-hmm. But I know that I can get more experience if I go through other people and build the experience to make myself right for this person. And no, I, I completely agree with you. I think yeah. that's kind of just like how, at least that's that's how I was raised up too, like yeah. my mentality, you know.
1: And I, I don't think that, all relationships are, are bad. Like, I'm not saying that if you date, like, Lord knows that I've dated quite a few people in my life. And I'm not saying they're all, that's all bad. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of times where people say, like, oh, you have to have that one bad relationship because it teaches you a lot. Like, no, you don't. You don't have to have a bad, an unhealthy relationship or a bad experience with a boyfriend or a girlfriend before you have the right one. Like, you can mm-hmm. have ex-boyfriends who you are great friends with or ex-girlfriends mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. you still call and hang out with or call for advice, that's amazing. I think that that shows the level of maturity that you guys have, but you don't have, not everyone has to come, you know, be a damsel in distress mm-hmm. or, or right. you know, a guy that, I don't know what the what the <laughs> I
0: don't know. What the male <laughs> term
1: to that is, but there it like, and, and there that is, like, you know, you. Because I think we we get this idea. I know there was this this article that went viral, and it talked about the three loves that you have to have. And in there, it re- referenced, like, a bad, unhealthy, like, borderline abusive or, or, or abusive relationship. And, like, that's bullshit. Like, you don't... Because then the person that read that is going to resonate with the other two loves or maybe the first one. And then they're going to go looking for that, mm. you know, that bad unhealthy borderline abusive relationship and no one needs to have that Mm -hmm. no one
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah you because you'll find a lot of people who um like they've gone through those really abusive Mm -hmm. relationships and they'll even feel like proud about how they got out and and then like some of them they get so scared that they never get into a relationship and some of them feel like they've grown so much stronger because of it. Yeah. And I can see how like that mentality from, you know, option B of like, I I came out so strong. I came out such a beautiful person. Um, It's like when we all go into these abusive relationships, it's like, yeah, it definitely can make us into a better person and we will completely avoid that, that kind of person. Hopefully mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. we learned our lesson from whatever we went through. But at the same time, I have met people who they meet that one person and they haven't had any issues and they knew from like the first moment and it's like they never had to go through anyone. That was their first boyfriend, their, yeah. their you know, first time, they're married now, they're happy now, they're raising kids now and it's like I wonder what kind of mentality that they had to not go looking for multiple people because yeah. how would they naturally treat that relationship if they have in the back of their mind like this person... Could just be a lesson for me mm-hmm. before I meet the right person.
1: Yeah, I think that um, with that you know you meet someone and I you have you get butterflies or whatever. Mm. And um, my mom always told me that like butterflies are not necessarily a good thing because you know we have this fight or flight adrenaline system in our body, mm-hmm. and if you meet someone and your stomach takes a flip. That's not really a good thing. That could be, like...
0: Fear. That could be, like, your woman. Like,
1: women have incredible intuition. Like, Uh I don't want anyone to ever question that. Like, we're on point with that. I could could walk into the house and know that my boyfriend ate McDonald's that day, and I just, like, know it. But with the aspect on the butterflies in the stomach, if your stomach takes a flip, Mm. you're gonna... Like, you have to know, like that's that doesn't that's not always a good thing
0: so you say like that's basically that could be a warning sign. yeah
1: that could be like your intuition telling you like hey tread with like tread lightly here because we're not we're not feeling something like there's something mm-hmm, off about mm-hmm, this person mm-hmm. um hand experience it happened to me i was at a bar i was working and that happened and like turned out to be this guy was attractive to a point and um it just turned out to be like a, like a, he was stalkerish and you know like but that happened like a, literally as soon as he walked in the door and sat at the bar my stomach flipped and i was like okay hello wow. and then i was like wait a second that's not always a good thing and then it ended up being this bad experience it was not a relationship i'm just saying like it happens you just need to like, when that does happen assess the whole situation and, and and do a breakdown and say, okay, like, I have this wonderful adrenaline system in my body that's there to protect me, and it's been working since the cavemen, so we just need to, like, go with it and, and not really dive right in because, you're, oh, I got butterflies, like, this is my Prince Charming, or, mm-hmm. you know, know, this is the one for me, like, I got butterflies as soon as I met him. Like, relax, it's... <laughs> Don't dive in head first. Right.
0: And and I agree. I think that it's smart to... I'll say it makes more sense to kind of, like, really just take your time, use that intuition as mm-hmm. best as possible. Yeah. Try to understand what feeling you have of a person, like, because you do know. Like, I, I think you know. Like, you can kind of feel a person's energy.
1: Yeah, because you then you're, like, talking yourself out of it, or you're talking yourself into it. You're like, oh, well, he's attractive, or she's attractive, or or, you know are very charismatic or they, you know, they, you're, you're talking yourself into the, into the, the situation essentially. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you find yourself doing that, you gotta just be like, okay, wait a second. Mm-hmm. What's happening actually?
0: And so like, and that could obviously lead to a bad, unhealthy relationship. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think that, how would one person avoid that then? Like.
1: Avoid an unhealthy relationship or avoid like, that, like, scenario? Yeah, like, with... how could
0: they kind of, like, do away with the mentality of I need to be in an unhealthy relationship or I have to go through all of these experiences before I'm right for a person? Like, is there a way that they can just kind of, you know, just say, okay, I'm going to make myself the best for whoever this person may yeah. be. And along the way, I'm going to stay as single as I can and kind of not look at everything as like a romantic relationship, Mm -hmm. but kind of just work on myself, develop myself, and then kind of just meet someone and then just really get to know them, I guess would be, I don't know, do you think that would?
1: Yeah, so definitely spending time on yourself. Um, Personal development is huge. It, It benefits relationships on a you know, huge spectrum, so, like, diving into your reading or podcasts like this, or just, like, focusing on what makes you happy, and, like, really being, this is, like, involved with yourself, like, knowing how you react to certain things, um, like, when you're in certain situations, and you, like, just really are, like, with your body, if that Mm. makes sense, um, and, you know, reading books, like, I don't know, the five second rule or hell Elrod's miracle morning or girl wash your face or doing daily devotions, you know, just all of that that gets you like in the right mindset that like, you're great, you're going to be the best person ever. And like, you don't need another person to do that. Mm. Like, it's, it's great having another person to go through life with. And it's, it's awesome when you have these challenges that you face, and you have someone that has your back always, but you also need to learn to do that for yourself. I know that um, we come from a, a a place where women were like never able to be you know fend for themselves they always had to rely on a son or a husband or a father or, or a, a male figure in their life and we just need to like abolish that and realize that we are just as human as as the men are and we can feel make ourselves feel great and we can we can do this by ourselves, it, it mm-hmm. is, but it's nice to do it with another person also. You know, that kind of, like, ta- I talked to myself in a circle there, but you you have to be able to be okay by yourself before you're okay with another person. Yeah. No one's going to fix you unless it's a therapist.
0: Right. Or right. Jack Daniels. Right. No, I...
1: <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> I don't even like Jack Daniels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you. Um and I say that a lot, just like you definitely should focus on yourself, and it sounds like honestly it sounds like I mean a lot of and i I can say I'm one of these people, I definitely believe that um I had had to go through a certain amount of relationships or unhealthy, not yeah. necessarily unhealthy yeah i wouldn't I don't think anybody would clearly say this was an unhealthy relationship until after the fact, mm-hmm. or unless they're like their friends are just telling them but most most of most of the time like people are deep into unhealthy relationships and for some reason, like they think that it's more healthy, or they just can't see how it's unhealthy. Yeah, um, they're,
1: they're brainwashed.
0: Yeah, and I was like looking at that, and I was like, "But I bet those people will come out stronger and better for the right person." Yeah. And now, like now that you told you know you're bringing this information to me, and that thought when you brought that whole question up when we were talking about topics, it it, it was like, "Yeah, you're definitely right." I think. Me, myself and other people could just kinda focus on finding a healthy relationship. Yeah. And
1: And and you would hope that people come out of this relationship stronger because they had to realize that they were in this unhealthy relationship. But also mm-hmm. there were there was a time where, um, I was not in the best relationship and I, I, I got out of it and I ended it and then a couple of my friends were like, Yeah, like I just didn't see it for you and I was like, Well, That, like, I, I would trust my friends to, like, tell me to drive blind and, you know, whatever, because I trust them. Mm -hmm. Like, they would, I don't think they would ever lead me astray. So if they were to be, if they were to be, like, hey, I don't get a good vibe for this person, they don't even have to tell me why, and I'd be, like, done. Okay. So, and then in reverse to that, if you are, like, sketched out about a guy or something, and, and they're in they're friends with you or they're someone that your friend knows or like your friend's boyfriend knows or something like that or girls I need to I need to make this both if it's a girl or a guy and your friends are like pushing you to date this person and you're like "Eh, I don't know and they keep pushing and pushing and pushing and they're just like no like I'm not I wasn't I was not an assertive person I would be like yeah okay (laughs) just like get my friends off my back If they, like, keep telling you to do that and you're, like, you clearly don't want to but you just kind of give in, you need to find new friends, or you need to, Mm. like, be like, hey, I'm not assertive, I don't want to do this, this is really uncomfortable for me to have to tell you, while also telling this guy or this girl that I don't want to do it, and then also have the same conversation with you, it's pretty shitty that you're making me, like, almost pressuring me into this, Mm. so can we not do that? And if they, like, challenge you or if they get upset new friends because you should always have friends that are on your team that will respect your opinions and your wishes and it's one thing if it's like, oh I'm not good enough for this person and you're mm. like down and you like actually like the person and they're asserting they're like telling you that you're good enough or whatever but if, if if you're just like i don't I don't think so I just don't think it's for me I don't I don't get a good vibe or whatever and they keep pushing like that's when you need to just be like, hey, they're being pretty shitty i don't know you know do you know what i mean Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. so yeah i think those like honestly i think friends can definitely be used as a asset and then in the opposite way like you said it's like they could actually kind of be steering you towards a another kind of unhealthy relationship one that you didn't even like you know plan for yourself yeah i've seen a lot of people that are in current relationships now that were, they weren't even really interested in someone. And like you said, their friends pushed them. They finally did it. And I know they're in a relationship that they don't want to be in.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's a, it sucks because then it's like, I was always a person that, like after two weeks, I was like, yeah, I got to get out of this relationship. <laughs> and if it was just someone where it was just, they were super nice and just like wasn't vibing. It would be like, okay, like, I'm just going to do this lightly. Like, I'm going to break it off easy. I'm not going to be, like, drag it on for, you know, seven months. But I would probably, like, not do it right then. I'd probably wait a little bit and, mm-hmm. and break it off. But if, if, if it was a case where you're like, this person's not okay. Like, there's something wrong with what they think in their head. Then it's like, okay, well, now I have to do this cautiously because... You don't know how they're going to react. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if they're going to take no, you know, nicely. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I was always one that, like, knew after, like, two weeks. And I'd be like, man, now I have to deal with this for a couple of weeks because I don't want to be a a douchebag and just break up with them after two weeks. Because, really, I didn't give them a chance. But, like, when you know, you know. I know people... Get are like probably sitting and they're like, oh my god, this girl is batshit crazy. <laughs> like, what is she talking about? But I'm telling you, women's intuition, it's there.
0: Okay, so like, <clears throat> let's say um, you're a believer now. Like, the lovebirds are listening to everything you're saying. And they're like, okay, I'm fucking done with. <laughs> I'm done with unhealthy relationships. Yes, I'm done. With even Tinder for right now, unless I'm doing it in a better, healthier way, yeah. or not just swiping. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm done settling. It's like I'm going to look for the perfect, most healthy relationship, and I am the perfect person for that relationship. Let's say they get to that point.
1: Okay. Message me on Instagram when that happens. I'm here <laughs> for you. I'm your biggest fan.
0: Wait, what's your Instagram again? msep21. <laughs> so let's say they get to that point what is that what does that healthiness at the beginning look like how would they recognize that at the beginning like you know what i mean
1: so well it's different for everyone okay bear with me here Uh so if you are ready for a relationship i don't think that you should be looking for a relationship do you know what i mean does Mm -hmm. that make sense Mm -hmm. i think that a great relationship hits you in the face when you're least expecting it and maybe not literally hits you in the face maybe it does you never know (laughs) maybe you're at like a rowdy basketball game or something but so when you're there you're like good on your own like you are comfortable in your own skin you are just like loving life you're living your best life you're just living it up and then You don't, like, go out of your way to find this person. This person, like, it just happens. I am someone that believes that, like, the person that you end up with, like, you've crossed paths before. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, um, for instance, my boyfriend now, when we started dating, like, a few months into our relationship, I was like, do you think we ever, like, passed each Uh other? And we didn't even realize it. And he was like, I don't know. And then I was thinking, and I was like, well, were you here you know, and then they yeah, started yeah. like tracing Making our I don't know. And um I I like I think those kind of stories are great. I have a friend who, um, his parents so his, his both of his grandmothers were in the same uh room post delivery. So his parents were in like they had the same birthday. His parents were like right next to each other as infants. Like their their mom shared a room. Yeah, they were like. And then like they their... ended up married. Like that's the kind of stuff that I'm like that. I think that happens. Like you're you pass the person you're supposed to be with, numerous times, and it just takes like a trip or like a, a spilled drink or right. you know, something the, and then the, right yeah. the moment. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> that's when it happens. And I know that sounds really cheesy. I watch PS I love you or you know, but. I love Nicholas Sparks, but I just think that, you know, JC upstairs has the person laid out for us, and they want it, they're rooting for us to to find each other and they're rooting for us to happen, so I think that happens. But you have to be ready. Like, you have, like, you're Mm. not, no one, you you know, you can't go into a relationship expecting a person to fix you. Um, That's not, it's, it's, not going to be a nice experience for the other person. I know that makes me sound like a bad human being, like I would mm-hmm. love to fix everyone in the world to make sure that they're happy, but we, no one we don't have the capability only we can make ourselves happier.
0: And going off that cuz I think that that's like such a key thing for these listeners to hear and it just goes off this question cuz I know you're going to say exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. It's it's how does a person prepare themselves and like how does a person get themselves to that point where they feel like they're ready
1: oh god you have to come to terms with what happened if you if you came from an unhealthy relationship <sighs> mm-hmm. like you have to realize like okay this happened I'm not going to ignore this I'm not going to let other people ignore this like we're going to address this head on yeah <sighs> and then you're going to be like okay it happened it happened it happened Mm -hmm. like that's Mm it when um i read a book and it oh i don't remember what it's called how to find your soulmate without losing your soul that's what it's called i read it in high school it's by like it's by oh god i can't jason evert maybe and christina evert Mm -hmm. christina oh geez i don't know i don't remember but she came she had like a rough rough time she um She was sleeping around, and that, you know, she was just not happy with herself, and and with that, she was turning to sexual relations to make herself feel better, and, like, that never works. Spoiler alert, it never works. She came to terms with the fact, and to cope with what had happened and what she went through, she started writing these letters to her future husband, whoever that may be. And then that helped her come to terms with it because when you write something down, you're thinking about it. So that's one time you're coming to terms with it and then you're writing it and that's another time where. Mm -hmm. So it's like a two in one right there. And um, that's a good tactic to do to help you come to terms with what had happened. That's the biggest step to be ready for the good person.
0: Okay. And just to like kind of sum that up so I know if people were like, Okay, what's a so how do I start? Like, how do I do it? I think it's basically, like she said, you got to dig deep. You got to dig deep, and you got to dig that dirt out. Like, you got to come to terms with that stuff that happened when you were younger that you're still thinking about, the the negative thoughts that are, you know, pulling you down throughout the day, the person that you still haven't forgiven, the family member that you, you know, you haven't talked to in some time, like, those things that kind of are there you kind of got to deal with that Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i'm irish so i don't say you have to forgive everyone but you just have to forgive what happened with yourself because a lot of people blame themselves for what happened and um you have to be able to forgive yourself because we all blame ourselves for everything and
0: Mm -hmm. well dope so they dig all the dirt out they're like, I feel good. I feel free. I feel weightless, you know? Mm-hmm. So now a person has like a clean slate. They're ready to, they're on the up and up in life. And they're like, okay, I'm living for myself. I'm going to do all the things to love myself as much as possible. <clears throat> what did that look like for you?
1: Oh, well, yikes. I might be putting the curb for the horse here, but <laughs> but I have a little bit of a different um, story, but I, 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 um, I was in a relationship with someone else when I met my current boyfriend and, um, the turnaround was very quick. A lot of people had some theories in their head and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not true. I see you're smiling. <laughs> Did not, was not nothing like that.
0: No, I, no, um, no judging.
1: But, once again, it was it was a little later than two weeks this time. But I there, I got to a point and I was like, this isn't this isn't the relationship for me. After even what I thought, like I went into this relationship and I was like, ready. I was like, okay, this is the one. Like this is the one because I read that stupid article about the three loves that you have. <laughs> no offense to the author, it was beautifully written. It was just anyway. So I was like, this is it. This is my third love, and then it ended up not being what i wanted and i was like okay and then i was like coming to terms with like what i had to do and then in walks my boyfriend now and i was i was like not in a bad place anymore like i had a had this like great relationship with stepping stone that like prepared me for what i deserve right now and i know i just said like you have you don't have you don't have to have an unhealthy relationship <laughs> to have a bad re- or to have a good relationship but sometimes it happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so for me, Jacob literally walked into the bar and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in love." Once again, superficial, there it is, but um for me so I was like ready to like break off this relationship that I was in, but I was once again trying to do it nicely. And I really did not have a good reason to do it just that I like wasn't feeling it and and to me he was so nice. I just didn't, you know, and then some other things happened, and I was like, okay, now's the perfect time to do it. Um, And then when I started dating Jacob, I hope he doesn't care that I say his name, but whatever. People are going to see him on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, It was like we talked about everything, and we, he was, I confided in him, and this relationship was when I was having trouble. We were, like, we were pretty good friends right off the bat. And, um, I confided in him and I, and I said, I I don't know how I want to do this. I, I, I don't think that this is like the right thing to do. Like my heart is telling me to do it, but my mind is telling me like, this person is really nice and, and, and he's never done anything wrong to me. Like, I don't, I don't think he deserves this. And he's, we were driving back from, uh, the Makota Caves and he was like, I, I think that whatever you do, like, I'm your friend, like I'm going to support it, whatever is like, makes you so happy, then then that's the that's the key to what you have to do. And um, that's when I knew, I was like, this is mm. a mature person who's not telling me, like, break up with him because I like you and I want to date you. Like, he was telling me, like, to do what I wanted and to do what, like, what my heart was telling me and not my brain because I'm an overthinker. Right. And that's when I knew, I was like, okay, this is someone that is rational is a romantic because he's telling me to follow my heart mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. is honest and and that was like a like a an alarm went off in my head and I was like oh my gosh like this is this is the the person that I want to date like mm-hmm, this is the person mm-hmm. that I want to be with and um so it was a little bit of a a cluster if you will but um I have no regrets you know a year and a half plus later there's nothing no regrets in that like we're not perfect by any means we argue and we we have our little bumps in the road but like that conversation in the car on highway 61 is something that I will never forget because that's when I knew like that's the type of person that you have to find someone that's not going to tell you like oh date me because I'm so much better and you know I could do this or this or this like find the person that says whatever makes you happy is the most like Mm
0: -hmm. I -hmm. support that you know, they say, uh, if you love someone, let him go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and
1: that, I think that's what it was, because, man, I had many, like, he was, we had already talked about, like, what was going on, and, like, it was really confusing. It was, like, a love triangle type thing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and then when he said that, I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right, when you love someone, you let him go, and mm-hmm. that was that, I think.
0: Yeah, no. There's a. I bet there's a bunch of people listening who are probably in that situation right now. Yeah. Going through the same thing you went through, or, you know, they've been through it. Like it's definitely. It's it's definitely true if you ask me. It's like if you really love someone, like, be willing to say, look, I want to be with you, but your happiness, should come before like what I want necessarily. Like when yeah. you want. I know you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah. But you want so much for them to be happy that even you would say, okay, I, I don't need to be with you for that to happen. It's yeah. like, I care more about that. I think that is super mature, super... Yeah,
1: it was... Yeah, it's... um, And, like, on, there were, there were some circumstances that, once again, people jumped to conclusions. And I in that time frame it was a bit like I said it was a very quick turnaround and I remember I, t- I confided in a couple of my friends who had borderline similar situations and they were like you don't have to explain anything mm-hmm. to anyone mm-hmm. like so long as you know and you know your maybe your parents know or something just depending but like you don't have to explain a situation to anyone I mean I just did it to the listeners but you know you know what I yeah, mean like, yeah yeah you don't have to justify your choices or your heart or, you know, dating someone two days after you broke up with another person. Like, that's mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or even going back to the person that you were yeah. broken up with. Like, you know, I've I've seen situations where, um, and it was actually a, a friend of mine from some time ago in college who helped me see this with her relationship, and they're married now. Mm-hmm. And it was just like they broke up, they had a, a you know, their their breakup ended in a, not so good way, something happened they didn't want to happen. But, you know, I, I had to ask, I was like, So, if this person was to come back into your life, would you be with them? And then they're like, Well, yeah, I feel like that's the one. So at that point, I was like, Wait a minute. So you feel like that's the one for you, and you're not even together right now. Like, do you think what's going to happen? Like, but then, surely enough, the person came back into their life, and they are back together, they're happy, and they're married. And what she said was, like, basically that you don't have to justify those things if people are like, oh, this is what they did. Like, break up with them because of what they did. Yeah. She, you know, she basically was like, these people are are making their decisions and their, their opinions based off of what they see on the outside, but they don't know all the moments you spent with that person. They don't know all the, like, the memories the things that they've said when they were really treating you really good yeah and they may have made that one mistake and so like you really don't have to justify it because it's like they don't know that really could be the person they could really um never do the thing again and you should be able to ha- be able to trust and love like that again you know just because you were in that unhealthy relationship or just because you did get hurt before it's like it doesn't mean every single person will be like that it's like yeah if you if you you know love yourself and start new and then start seeing everyone as people who do not cheat or they are honest they are compassionate because that's what you deserve it's like i feel like that's the kind of person you'll attract because yeah you know
1: yeah i would agree with that i will say that i think that is a little bit of a tricky situation um going, you know, let's say it, it was, like, someone cheated on another person, mm-hmm. on someone, mm-hmm. and then you decide to go back to them, you have to forgive them, mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. like, you cannot, mm-hmm. you cannot be two years down the line and say, well, you cheated on me yeah, two years uh, ago, so, oh that gosh. is just, that's manipulative, that's, you know, f- I would, I would classify that as verbally, verbally abusive, because... You knew what was gonna mm-hmm. you knew you mm-hmm. knew that they cheated on you when you got back together with them, so if you keep bringing it up and bringing it up in every argument, then it's not you're you should not be with that person yeah, because I'll you're just okay like throwing salt in the wound, obviously they came back to you they were very sorry and very apologetic, and you took them back for some for some reason you mm-hmm. you decided mm-hmm. to come back to them and I'm not saying you shouldn't, but should you do that, you have to forgive them bottom line you can never bring it up again there it is
0: i completely agree because i mean you know i found myself in a situation that was like that and it's like if you don't forgive then it's just gonna eat you up yeah and it's like yeah it's not
1: fair <laughs> to you either yeah I'm it's like, not fair it's not you're gonna healthy. be like i i know that i'm the type of person that should that ever happen to me I would never forgive that person. I would be laying in bed next to them and like plotting, like, okay, what am I going to do to get back at them because they did this to me seven and a half years ago. And, you know, that's just, Mm -hmm. that's the type of person that I am. And I'm to terms with that. And I think that's something that you should do before you get into a relationship. Mm -hmm. I know, Mm -hmm. like, that's pretty, like, a bad mentality to be like, okay, what am I going to do if this happens? But it's good to be prepared and good to be be at terms with it because then you're you know what would come about if that situation should show itself.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I, I do. Because you know you got some people who will be in that situation and like you said, seven years down the line, they may decide to cheat and then that's their reasoning or that's their like excuse. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know. Whoa.
1: It's like, well, you know how horrible that made you feel. So why, why are you going to do, do it? Yeah, because someone that you supposedly love yeah it's a that's but I that's a tricky situation mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think that what you just said right there you know basically treat others how you would want to be treated yeah I think that it, going into a relationship can be a solid base it's like like for me it's like I'm not going to be in a relationship where it's like I'm not trusting someone it's like okay well if you're going out and partying or whatever I don't want to be that guy that's like hey what are you doing blah 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 right you know? uh are you talking to a bunch of other guys because i wouldn't want that to happen to me like
1: you
0: know i would i want to go into a relationship where i'm being honest i'm communicating Mm -hmm. i'm trusting i'm you know yeah
1: communicating that holy (laughs) toledo that is everything everything if you're not communicating with people about what's bothering you or oh like Little things will start adding up and you're just going to explode. I read something the other day about being a can of, you want to be a bottle of water and not a can of soda or pop. Like, if you shake a bottle of water, like, let's say you're shaking yourself up and you're, like, getting yourself mad. If you're a bottle of water you open up the cap, you're just going to flow out, you know, like nothing's wrong. But if you're a can of pop and you're shaking it up and you're getting all riled up and you open up, you're just going to explode everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have to communicate because the little things like where they put their toothbrush or, you know, that they don't rinse out the sink after they brush their teeth or something like that or that's going to start eating at you. And it's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back Mm. one of those days. Mm. So you have to talk about that and you have to say like, hey, you know, I'm going out with my coworkers Um, I might not be able to answer my phone, but I'm gonna be here. Um, I'll be home around this time, and if I'm not, I'll try to sneak away and send you a message and say, "All right, I'll be. I'm running a little late. I'll, you know, I'll be back." Because it's sometimes it's not about you know, are you talking to other girls? Are you talking to other guys? It's about like, this is pretty out of character. I watch a lot of like true crime, and I listen to a lot of like true crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what could be going like what could have happened where this like it's just out out of character yeah so that's where I'm coming from in like communicating like if something's off or something's different then you know maybe something's not right especially with like snowy weather and stuff like that but like always try to communicate because that will carry you yeah so far I agree
0: I think that that would like even take care of a lot of things because a lot feel like a lot of people when they meet someone, like you said, they, they they look really good, they're very attracted to them. You know, they're with them and a lot of their habits they don't really like, but they kinda of bear with them.
1: Yeah, that's gonna kill you. <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna be like, What am I doing in this relationship with this person so attractive but they freaking leave their dishes all over the place or they don't make the bed or, you know, they don't mm-hmm. do long, you know. It's gonna it's gonna be stuff like that that will make you blow up and then you look like a crazy person because mm-hmm. you blow up about mm-hmm. laundry being put in the wrong drawer or something.
0: <laughs> no, you. <laughs> I can see that happening. Yeah. Like uh, the yeah yeah the teacher who finally gets mad at the the nice students yes. after everyone else. Oh like, my yes <laughs> yes yeah.
1: that's exactly what no, it is.
0: You're you're right communication because if you if you do that early on communicate everything with how you are it's like the looks will eventually you'll be used to the looks or you'll be over the looks and you'll be like finally looking at them as a human being yeah. and being like okay I do not like this I think you're you're 100% right like let those things spill out like water and just get those out the way Yeah. and I think like by doing that naturally you'll either realize that they're not the right person for you or you know vice versa yeah. so I think that would help a lot
1: Yeah, that's definitely a – that definitely weighs more than looks, I would say, because, like, your attractiveness is not going to put the laundry away or take the dog out for a walk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, and, I mean, you can be – there's just so many – like, with the whole Tinder app thing, it's like, that's a whole – that's one of the reasons why it's so tough, you know, deciding that you want to be with someone because – And through social media, it's like you see someone that you're attracted to and then you scroll a few times and it's like, wow, I'm attracted to them too. Yeah. And it's like, but that person's a really nice person and other person is just like, you know, not so nice. They may be abusive. It's like, however it is, you still have to eventually get to know them and they will eventually get to know you. And it's best to just be 100% honest with who you are. Yeah. And, you know, be communicative with who... With them to see who they are Mm -hmm. and tell them right out the gate like with me I every relationship that I even think about being in I'm like okay look (laughs) here's (laughs) the tea yeah Yeah. this is me right here I'm not I'm not going to lie to you yeah you know I'm going to be as honest as I can and that's just me being 100% honest I don't feel like there's a reason to lie especially to someone that Is new in my life Yeah. because I know that if they don't like something about me then they won't like that thing a year from now two years from now three yeah it's like like,
1: (laughs) pet peeves don't yeah grow into something you love they just fester and (laughs) they just grow into something that you hate
0: yeah and and you become that becomes like the foundation of an unhealthy relationship yeah and it's like okay so it's like okay so now I just want to be myself I'm going to tell you and I tell them like be yourself yeah I'm not going to judge you for who you are I may not like some of the things you do may not sit right with me yeah and we'll decide even you know that well we can talk about those things by through communication but if you're you or me before being other people and it's not who we actually are when we're comfortable it's not gonna work out because at some point if you really like someone, you're going to get comfortable with them. Yeah. You're gonna be at their house. You're gonna be one day gonna kick off your shoes and you're gonna have holes in your socks and you're yeah. be like, wait, why don't you wear? Yeah, <laughs> you know, stuff you wear? Like or
1: you they like, kick off their gym shoes and they're not wearing socks and you're like, hold on, <laughs> get out right now.
0: Or are they like, or you see them in their home setting and then they're like, you may or may not like video games. I don't know. I'm just saying this. They play video games all yeah. day. Or they, that's not Yeah, stuff thing. like that. Yeah. You know, like...
1: Oh, God, that would drive me nuts.
0: And, yeah. And, and I think, like, that's why it's, like, healthy, unhealthy. I say just be friends. Like... Yeah. You can be yourself in a friendship. You don't have to make it super romantic yet. Maybe... I think the only thing you may be missing out is, are on some physical things. And if you need that... That
1: you shouldn't be... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah,
0: not the right way to go about it, I would right. say.
1: Um... You said something and it sparked something. What was I going to say? Oh, when you're talking about, like, things that bother you, sometimes men are a little skeptical to tell women what they don't like about them because they think that it might be offensive or something, but that's Mm -hmm. when you just have to come in strong and be like, no, like, you need to tell me what you don't like about me because I don't want to keep doing it or, like, because you do something that bothers me and Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like a, a bitch if I'm, like, you know, Hitting you with stuff that you could change that I don't like, if you don't tell me things that I could change that you don't like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So sometimes just sitting down and being like, "Hey, what 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 do I do that bothers you?" It sounds a little weird, but it'll help clear up some bumps in the road.
0: Hopefully, no, I think that makes sense, and I think that would like actually make it a healthier relationship. Yeah. And, it, and that, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking like. Okay, you can definitely just focus on making your relationship a lot healthier, but both people would have to be like on board with that, you know. Yeah, it, it can't
1: be it's can't be one-sided. Like mm-hmm. I don't think any aspect of a relationship should be one-sided. Like if you're in a relationship together, you have to go about it together. You can't just be the one that's always planning date night or that's always suggesting a date night or that's you know the one that's always cracking jokes, or even like driving play, like it has to be both sides, and it has to be mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be like a Chandler Bing and a Janice. It's got to be like a Chandler Bing and a Monica.
0: Oh, okay. We're, We're talking about Friends. Friends. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I should know this stuff. I watched a lot of TV growing up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I. I agree. I hope people got that reference. Everyone watches Friends.
1: Yeah, I'd be a little insulted. <laughs>
0: I have one more question for you. All right. So we talked about some signs of unhealthiness in a relationship. We even talked about you know, how to kind of make a relationship even healthier with communication and honesty. Um, so like, let's say someone is in that unhealthy relationship and they're listening to this podcast and they're inspired to say, okay, I want to be in that healthy relationship. I know now that I need to work on myself. I know now that I need to look for some of these things in a in a guy or girl communication, blah blah blah. Um, so, would you recommend someone to like say, okay, this this relationship is unhealthy. Let me get out of this immediately and start working on themselves, or do you think it's possible for someone to even be in that relationship, kind of start working on themselves right then and there, and then if they feel like that relationship is unhealthy kind of deal with it in the way that you talked about or you know make that relationship healthier
1: i would say if you're in a in an unhealthy relationship ever get out of it
0: Mm.
1: you know whether it's abusive or especially if it's abusive like there's so many resources in town or you know everywhere that people are going to be willing to help you and like if you need some assistance with that like you can message me on instagram at mstep 21 i'm not a i'm not a an expert on it by any means but like i'll be there helping you and i'll be there with you throughout the the way because it's not you don't want to do that alone you have to find help Mm -hmm. what if it's not quite at that level yet get out of it like Mm -hmm. if you have no like just you can't You can't grow in a toxic environment. You can't help yourself in a toxic environment. That's going to be step one to growing into a better person is telling yourself, like, removing yourself from that situation and then growing, like, focusing on yourself. So I would say, like, unless – if it's a relationship and it's not – like, because not all relationships that end are unhealthy. I I know there might have been some, like, misconception from that in the beginning, but that's not the case. Like, Mm -hmm. you can have a Mm -hmm. great relationship and it just doesn't work out and you're, like, not meant to be together, that's fine. If it's unhealthy, like, you need to get out of it because that means something bad is going wrong and, like, someone's controlling you or, you know, someone's abusing you or taking advantage of you or whatever it may be.
0: Yeah and you're also keeping yourself from that healthy relationship that you actually yeah, want.
1: Yeah, or that just healthy environment as it is. Like like I said, you can't you can't grow and develop in a toxic environment. Like that's just not going to happen. Like you have to put yourself in this great atmosphere and surround yourself with positive people who are support you who are supporting you and who, and who are on your team to like get you to that great person that you're meant to be because I believe that every person is meant to be great. Whether the choices you make lead up to that. And like if you decide to be great, that's up to you. But um, so no, I don't think that you can grow in an unhealthy relationship. I think that you have to get out of that and move on. But if it's a case where you're, it's not quite, it's not an unhealthy relationship. You're just like, you don't think that this is the one for you. Maybe it's it's something that you're feeling on the inside. like maybe you're in a little bit of a like a rough patch and you're like kind of like down on, on every aspect. So maybe maybe then in that situation you can start doing some personal development. You can start like plugging into podcasts and in um self help self help books if you will. Mm-hmm. Um I I listed off a few earlier. I think it was Girl Wash Your Face Um, the miracle morning the five second rule there's another the five love languages love languages that's a good one to get into for uh, relationship specific so start plugging into that and then if you're still like and you're communicating with this person you're like hey this is what I'm reading in this book it's pretty great like what do you think about it or or you're starting to like grow and, and see this change in yourself and you're still not in that then I think that's a situation where you can once again leave but if if it's not, like, an unhealthy relationship per se, I would say you might as well try mm-hmm. doing this self-growth while you're still in it and then see if that helps because that could be the right person. You just could. You just don't have to have the – you just might not have the right mindset mm-hmm. right then. You might not be, like, in the best place personally.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say it's always good to grow with that person. I know we talked about this before. The – um like, taking a break from someone and growing by yourself that mm-hmm. might not be the best. Because then I think that that allows, like, that could just be, like, a, like, you don't want to come to terms with the fact that you're breaking up this person. You're mm-hmm. just kind of lying to yourself that mm-hmm. you're you're taking this quick break. Well, it ends up being, like, a break up. Mm-hmm. But you tell yourself it's a break, and then it's just, like, let's call a spade a spade here.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like...
1: Let's not beat around the bush. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you can start the healing process if you Yeah. Want. Yeah. Start
1: going forward in life. hmm mm-hmm.
0: Do you have any last words for our love birds today?
1: Any last words? Let's see. I would say that everyone has great potential. You don't need anyone else to reach that potential. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to have someone supporting you, but... You are perfectly capable of doing a lot of things, maybe everything by yourself. And it's just having another person on your team and with you to do that is just a cherry on top.
0: I like I like the way you ended that. (laughs) Cherry on top. Yeah. With a cherry on top. No, well, thank you again. Happy Uh, to be here. Lovebirds, if you have any questions for me or Moira, You can message us directly on the Good Relationships Podcast Instagram page. Just search Good Relationships Podcast. And you can also follow Moira at mstep21.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Plug it in.
0: (laughs) That's all we got for you all. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed. Thanks again.
1: Good night.